Hello, everybody. I am Sam, and I'm joined by my host, Alex. Welcome back to Courtside Chat. And it is our first episode in the start of the NBA season. We are very excited. Uh, so we have a lot to cover. We've had a lot of games so far. There's also been a few teams that we haven't seen so far. So we're going to go over our highlights of the past couple days. Um, the rookies, who we think have been starting out well. Some others, not so much. Uh, what we're looking forward to this year. So, yeah, I guess uh, I'll let Alex start it off. Yeah, so, so far, the only teams we haven't seen play are the Sixers and the Bucks. They played tonight, right after we're recording this. Yep. So, at the end of this episode, we're going to talk about of our best player so far of, like, the first games for each team. So, Dame, Giannis, and Embiid, since Harden is most likely not playing tonight for the Sixers. Yeah. They might still be up for this position because we know any one of the three of them could take this spot, but we're not including them for this. So we'll talk more about the Sixers and Bucks next week because I am excited to see how the Bucks play. Oh, yeah, 100%. But to start off, we'll get into recapping the games over the past two days. First game we're going to talk about is the Nuggets-Lakers. That was on opening night. Um, it was a pretty solid game. AD started off in the first half with 19 points, had a great game going, ended the game with 19 points, which was horrific. Probably the reason they lost, yeah. um, to be honest. Jokic did what he always does, had a triple-double. He ended up ending with 29-13 and 11. Normal stat line for that man. Mm-hmm. Not surprised by it at all. What do you think about that? Uh, well, I'm a little disappointed because I haven't really gotten to watch a lot of the games yet. The only one I've seen was last night. Uh, I watched the Mavs and the Spurs, most of it. So I didn't watch this game in real time, but I did see the highlights. Um, Jokic looks the same just his slow lumbering self is somehow (laughs) able to do everything um murray looked really good he dropped 20 um i had somebody else here who i know d lo is playing good defense yeah i know he was working that on that in the off season so that's good Mm -hmm. Uh uh yeah but it was basically what i expected i was expecting the nuggets to win I think usually the Lakers need to find their stride a little bit. Yeah, they do. LeBron's old. uh, AD is injury prone. I mean, that doesn't have anything to do with dropping zero points in the second (laughs) half. But either way. That was definitely the reason they lost. Um, Yes. He needs to do better than that. Mm -hmm. You can't be Anthony Davis and not score any points in a half. Yeah. No, that, that was pretty bad. But otherwise... Uh, I, I, I would call it a decent game from the Lakers. They definitely could have put up a better fight. Yeah, for sure. Um, but Jokic starting out strong, as we expected. Yep. The other game we had on opening night was the uh, Suns and Warriors. CP3 playing the Suns since the trade. The Suns scraped by with a four-point win. D-Book was the top leading scorer. It was a good game. I expected the Suns to win. Honestly, I wouldn't have been surprised or I was surprised that it wasn't a wider gap in score. I mean, the Warriors are going to do what they always do, and the Suns, I guess, are still figuring out their, you know, case. And Beal wasn't playing. Oh, he was they're, they're trying to, like, bring him in slowly because of his back issue. But, okay. Um, so that's another reason why it was such a close game. But, I mean, I can only imagine if they had Beal in there, then they'd probably score a little more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've been very excited to uh, watch the Suns play this year. They're definitely, like, top of the list. Next yeah, team for sure. Watch. Yeah, the Suns are uh, definitely going to be obviously a big playoff team and uh, 
contender, so it'll be interesting to see how the season plays out for them. Yep. One of the games I did watch was the Celtics-Knicks games yesterday. Tatum dropped 34, which we know he can do. Porzingis, yeah. though, had 30 points, which, which awesome. I was not expecting. Yeah. Awesome start to the season for him. He, he looked really good in that game. Yeah, I, I mean, he. I said this in the preseason – um, with some of the highlights he had there, but he has been looking more and more like the Knicks Porzingis that we saw in like 2017. Yeah, and that is super exciting to see because he's he's been one of those players for me that I've always wanted to be a superstar because he would be so exciting at his fullest potential. And it looks like if he can stay healthy, that the Celtic squad might be a good chance for him to do that. Unfortunately, I'll have to boo him because he's <laughs> on the Celtics. But I know I was expecting. You know, Tatum and Brown to be their top leading scorers just because that's how it is and that's how the team works. Yeah. But Porzingis took that took that second spot with ease. And, you know, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. But he was being guarded by Mitchell Robinson most of the game. And mm. an announcer said this, and I'm just going to echo it, that Mitchell Robinson is used and, like, prefers to play a more, like, paint-oriented player. Oh, yeah. Because he, he doesn't want to go out to the three-point line because that's what he had to do last night. And there were a few times... Um, there was one where Derek White was driving, Porzingis cut in and caught a lob, and Mitchell Robinson had no idea what was happening. All of a sudden, the ball was just in the basket. Yeah. So moments like that made it a little easier for Porzingis. So maybe seeing a matchup that's kind of more used to roaming the floor when they're covering someone. But overall, it was a really good game to watch. Mm -hmm. Came down to the last couple minutes, and the uh, Celtics took that game away. So we'll, we'll see. The Celtics are definitely going to be a top team in the East, oh, if yeah. not the one seed, probably the two seed. Oh yeah, I mean, they don't have as big of an adjustment to make as the Bucks do. Yeah, I think that'll be really the only difference, but between their regular season records, at least. Yeah, but they're definitely. I I'd be surprised if another team is a one or two seed if it's not the Bucks and Celtics. Yeah, unless someone was to get hurt. I would too. Yeah. Then we have the Pelicans beat Memphis by seven. I'm not sure if you saw any highlights from the game, but Zion was looking yeah. pretty damn good. I was just going to say, I saw pretty much Zion's highlights. I saw that one filthy dunk he had yeah. that looked like college Zion. It's He still looks really big, I think, in terms of like um, weight loss. I he as far as I don't know if that actually is a part of like his plan for the Pelicans organization for him, but he does still look very big and I think he needs to slim down a little more I mean I also think that's part of his build I mean he's always been like that I think in high school he definitely looked a little more muscular well he yeah he that's the thing is like he was shredded in high school like he's 280 now he was definitely not 280 when he was 17 years old yeah and I now he's going up against players who are stronger so whether you're stronger or you just have like that strength plus some weight to throw around like that does help it's not like having no of course like weight his, is a bad thing necessarily well yeah of course like his weight is probably the biggest not the biggest but one of the biggest parts of why he's so great because yeah. he can just dominate anybody and he's six six so he's mobile and but like when you look at him like he still has that like almost like the stiff back achy kind of run you know like he doesn't look <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't look uh comfortable yeah when he's that large but maybe that's just me I don't know him I don't know his we'll, life we'll see how it plays out I'm excited to see how the Pelicans play this year I've always liked them I it's just it always comes down to every season is how many games I'm gonna play yeah so if he can play like 60 games for once or 70 games 
they could be a great and like play every game in the playoffs and they could be a scary team to have to play. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they're one of those teams that like if they're going up against like a one through like three seed or something, you're going to be like, well, the one through three seed will probably win. But like they could easily sneak away with a playoff series. Yeah. And they're definitely a sleeper team at their, at their fullest potential. They can be very scary for sure. Then we uh, go into the Mavs game. Mavs versus Spurs, Wemby's debut, probably one of the bigger games everybody mm-hmm. wanted to watch. For sure. This is the game I watched. Yeah, I was watching too. Luca dropped a triple-double. He had 33-13-10. and 10. Wemby had 15. Wemby had 15-5, two steals, two blocks. Or sorry, two assists, two steals, one block. Which he got into foul trouble early in the game. So it was harder for him to pick up more blocks and things like that. He scored six points through the first three quarters, and then the fourth quarter he had seven, and he just like wasn't getting as many touches, and he also didn't have a lot of playing time in the middle of the game because of his foul trouble. Mm-hmm. And then the Mavs <laughs> took it away in the last two minutes, and Wemby, I don't even know if he touched the ball once. At least he didn't get a shot to put up. And I understand that he's a rookie on the team. There's other players. Even though the whole team is really young, and Wemby is arguably the best player on the team. Mm-hmm that other players kind of take more precedent because they've been there. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody was kind of hoping, <coughs> excuse me, that Wemby would have a little bit more of an electric debut. But I, when, from what I saw around him, he looked very um, spatially aware on the court. Like For he, sure. He has like um, a defensive presence already. Yeah. Um, like just him being there, putting his arms up, in the paint is obviously having an effect. He runs the offense well. Like he just seems like he's been there before, even though he hasn't. I think his skills obviously need some fine tuning. Just because being seven four, you're gonna be a little awkward on the court. Yeah, and you're a rookie, but he looks very very comfortable in a way that I wasn't expecting. Yeah, I think is like you said the defensive presence of just him being on the court is probably the biggest thing right now for him. Cause when I was watching last night, there's been multiple times where he'd be like halfway across the court to play help defense if needed. Then they'd swing the ball to his player on the three point line. And he'd jump from like pretty much the paint just with his hands up to contest. And like, they missed pretty much every shot. I saw him do that on, Mm -hmm. especially later in the game. And if it was any other player, trying to make that contest, it's not really going to do anything. Yeah. So I he mean, probably stopped a good amount of points just from being there. I mean, yeah, like his his standing reach is probably higher than most people's peak at their jump shot, you know, Yeah. which is insane. And it's, it's, it's obvious, you know, that he's a phenom and like we've never seen someone like him before, but actually seeing him in an NBA game is pretty surreal. I know he was – he was uh, waiting for in the like free throw line spots because someone was taking shots, and he was next to Grant Williams, and he just looked so small next to him. Mm-hmm. And Williams isn't like a crazy tall player, mm. but just like the massive difference. Like there was no way that man was gonna ever get a rebound over him. Yeah, and then there was the video of him warming up with his trainer, who was like average height or maybe shorter. Yeah, and his arm was like the size of I his know. body. It's. It's insane. Hopefully with time, uh, he'll pick it up. Like he'll figure out more of his spot and what abilities he should be using most. 
get that shot right and just, you know, everything will come together as time goes on. Mm-hmm. It was his first game. I think some people judge it a little too much. I think it was a great game for him. Um, they were playing the Mavs, who are also guard heavy. We'll get into Derek Lively, too, in a second for the Mavs, but I think when when Binyana does play a team like the Sixers or the Nuggets or the Bucks, it's definitely going to come, like, we're going to see more of how he plays against a superstar big. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to see that. Yeah, and honestly, I, I think that he has the potential to be the best defender against Giannis because that's, like, an ongoing thing. I feel like there's no one, little to no one, who can actually, like, cover Giannis. There, the, There's legitimacy to that, but... Because not only, like... We, we were talking about this before the podcast. I was saying how... Alex was saying how he th- believes that Wemby can basically guard anybody because of his length. Like, yeah. nobody can shoot over him, which is true. But put him up against pretty much any big man who is stronger than him, which is nearly all of them. And with skill and positioning, you can shove him under yeah. the basket. You know? I mean, yeah, that's for sure. As long as you stick to the fundamentals, then, like, arguably every center should be able to out-rebound him when it's, like, a defensive rebound for the other person. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, I I imagine even if he has, like, three, four inches on you as another center, you can easily box him out if you got 20 pounds on the kid. Yeah, uh, we're just going to have to see how, like, his technique is as that starts to happen. Um, but he also has, like, an eight-foot wingspan. Yeah, ridiculous. So, like, it's just – he's just an insanely physical and athletic, like, beast. Yeah. Um, but, yeah – to the Giannis thing, like, obviously there's people who, if you're just playing paint defense, can cover him somewhat. I think the big thing, though, that Wemby can show is since he has such long legs and he's not slow by any means, like, he's, for his height, he's yeah, a fast player. Very fast, very agile. Like, him being able to guard Giannis on, like, fast breaks and things like that, Giannis is definitely a little faster, but I think that he, maybe not this year, but over time we'll see that He'll kind of be the one person who can, like, probably guard Giannis the best. Or, you know, this is something I just thought of. In situations like that where maybe there's, like, a stronger or faster player, like, just kind of hustling by him, he might become, like, the master of the chase down block, you know? Yeah, because he's so long that he doesn't necessarily have to be right on top of you. Yeah. And he can jump. Like, yeah, no, I I agree with that. Like, he – especially if it's a shorter player. Mm -hmm. Like, if it's a guard – I was thinking about this watching the game. Like, you can't let that ball go until it's about to hit the backboard. Yeah, if he's dude. right behind you, because yeah. he will slap it. Yeah, if you're taking a layup and he's within probably eight feet of the basket, there's a reasonable chance he'll block it. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not – and you can't do any more, like, scoop layups on him or anything like that. It's got to be, like, it's mm. about to hit the backboard and then it's going right in the rim. Yep. Because he'll, he'll get it out of there for sure. I also just, uh, we've been talking about Wemby for so long. I wanted to point out uh, Derek Lively the second as well uh, because it was his rookie debut as well. Uh, he was the 12th overall pick by the Mavericks, and he actually outscored and out-rebounded Wembenyama. Uh, he had 16 and 10 uh, in about just as many minutes, and that was pretty surprising because he was he's not a name that anybody's been talking about. Yeah, not at all. And I know it's just one game, but... He looked. He did look. Very dare, good. dare dare I say he looked better than Wembenyama? Yeah, I think part of it too. And I wasn't like super keen on this during the game, but I wouldn't be surprised if I went back and rewatched the whole thing. If like a lot of those rebounds he got 
were either like defensive boards or when Wemby was out because of his foul trouble. I think they were because I know that they were matched up at least a few times. Yeah, like I doubt that it was like, well, both of them really were like doing all their work on each other. You know what I mean? Like, no, for sure not. But either way, I just wanted to point him out. I feel like... Uh, definitely deserves it, yeah. Everybody, ourselves included, has kind of been talking about Wemby and Chet and everybody else uh, mostly. So just wanted to point out somebody who's not getting as much attention yeah. and deserves it. Speaking of Wemby and Chet and the Rookie of the Year candidates because yep. it's only them two and scoop probably mm-hmm. is at least what people are saying at the beginning of the season clippers took down the blazers great game paul george one of my favorite players played fantastic dropped 27 didn't play i think most of the fourth quarter because uh they were up and they were winning russell westbrook had a great game mm-hmm. and scoop up until like the end of the fourth quarter when Russ got taken out was pretty much just struggling. He had three points, I believe it was, or maybe it was two by the time Russ got out and then he ended up scoring 11. Yeah. So he pretty much had two points or three points the entire game, which, and he played 33 minutes by the way. Yeah. Not, not great for him. Not at all. That's my rookie of the year candidate. If you guys remember and disappointing start for him, 36 minutes. And 11 points, four assists, three rebounds. I mean, like, he didn't really excel in any way that I at least expected him to. Um, And he's still probably transitioning into this because I imagine for a decent amount of time he thought he was going to be playing with Damian Lillard and was practicing around that system. So maybe him getting into... Was he starting last night? Yeah. He was. Yeah, so he's the starting point guard. Um, probably just a bit of an adjustment to make. Um, I think that he'll probably bounce back from this pretty well. For sure, yeah. And he was also playing his idol, uh, Russell Westbrook. So definitely some nerves there because he didn't start scoring until Westbrook was taken out of the game. The other thing is Russell's a very athletic and speedy player. I mean, they're... People will say that Scoot is kind of like a mini Russ. Like, he's that oh, yeah. athletic point guard who's going to be running and hustling. Yeah. But, yeah, I think Russ just got the better of him that game. Scoot probably did have some nerves. He did say before the game that he was very happy he was playing Russ his first game because he does look up to him. Overall, that was a good game. The Clippers showed what kind of team they are. They showed that, you know, if everyone's healthy and they're all playing good, mm-hmm. they are championship contenders, really. Yeah. It's just all going to come down to their health. And uh, the Blazers are the Blazers. We know they're going to struggle this year. We'll have to see how well they do with all their new pieces. Yeah. And I think over time we'll get more of an, an idea of where they're going to land over the next few seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, hopefully Scoot will pick it up and start playing better. I, I know he will. He's a top rookie for a reason. Yeah, so. he's a dog. What? <laughs> I was waiting for you to go into the thunder. Okay, my <laughs> bad. Yeah, but the last game we have to talk about is the Thunder versus the Bulls. Not too significant of a matchup except for the fact that Shai Gilgis, Shea Gilgis, excuse me, Alexander, went off. He had 31 points, 10 assists. Uh, and it was Chet Holmgren's rookie debut. Uh, he actually had, now that I'm looking at it, he had the exact same stat line as Scoot Henderson, uh, 11, 3, and 4. And 
I wasn't expecting as much from him out of the gate. Um, I think that coming off a, a year of injury plus um, what's it called? You know, he's he has the same scrawny, tough to figure yeah. out build as Wembenyana does. So it's gonna be a little, I think, a little bit more of a learning curve for him. Um, and he also got. I don't know if you saw this, but he got did. humiliated by Andre Drummond. <laughs> I know, of all people. <laughs> yeah. Andre Drummond is one of those players that you look at his career highlights and you think he's an all-time great because every once in a while he just does something crazy. But last night, he, Chet, Chet Holmgren was uh, dribbling the ball at the top of the key, and Andre Drummond picked him off, ran down the court with the ball, crossed <laughs> him over, <laughs> and laid him up. It was pretty pretty hilarious to watch it was funny uh the bulls announcers notoriously hilarious dudes they were screaming told at him to tie his shoes tie, told him to tie his shoes oh my god it was funny yeah. yeah but he pretty much just the same thing as scoot henderson just didn't look super comfortable yet but i think he's gonna pick it up yeah i think he'll pick it up too i also wasn't expecting a ton out of him i i did think he was gonna score a little more than that um but they they did blow out the Bulls. I mean, the Bulls at this point need to. They just since Lonzo, I was looking at some comments now on Instagram, and I agree with them. Since Lonzo was not healthy, and even if he was, they're obviously not a top team. No, in the league, no, they'd be a playoff team. Yeah, probably. A pl- they were the ten seed last year. They were. Yeah, I think I think they were a first game exit of the play. So if you had a fully healthy Lonzo, then they're definitely a much better team with your you know best playmaker and probably defender on the team, but he's not playing this year probably. Hopefully he will. I'd love to see him play. It's really uh, sad how he basically has just destroyed his knees. He's still in his 20s. Um, But, you know, there was a lot of, like, false reports going around that, like, he can't walk and that, like, he may have to, like, amputate his leg or something. Yeah, it's definitely a confusing situation. And then he's coming out and saying, like, he's fine, he's recovering, but at the same time, he's still out for the year. So it's really just unfortunate. Yeah, no one really knows exactly what's happening besides him. Yeah. And maybe even he doesn't know. (laughs) I mean, I imagine not. He's not a doctor. But the Bulls, I'm waiting for them to trade Levine and DeRozan because at this point – Put him somewhere else so they have a chance to win because the Bulls ain't doing it. Levine's still, you know, he's not old yet, mm-hmm. so he's got some time. Mm-hmm. DeRozan, on the other hand, he's getting up there. So, you know, yeah. they just got to get him out of there while they can, while yeah. they still have good trade value and get some younger pieces and restart again. Yeah, they're just in that awkward phase where they're not quite rebuilding, but they're not quite a playoff team. Yeah. And they just have been stuck in the middle. Probably the worst phase to be in. Yeah. Oh, oh for sure. Um. Yeah, but that is all the games we have to talk about. So now we're going to talk about our MVP for each of our debut games. Uh, so we actually picked the same player. Uh, we did. So I think it was pretty much clear um, Jokic was a close second. Yeah. And it was the only two people, I believe, who had triple doubles. But we both chose Luka. Um, he played a really good game. He kind of carried the Mavs a little bit. And like we said earlier, we haven't seen the Sixers or Bucks play yet. So Embiid, Dame, or Giannis could take these spots. Or Tyrese Maxey. Or or Tyrese Maxey. Harden <laughs> won't be playing. Either way, it probably wouldn't have been Harden, even though I, I wish it was. But yeah, Luka, great game. I mean, we know he can be the triple-double guy. Mm-hmm. 
just as Jokic? Pretty much the only reason I I did chose Jokic at first, um, and then I just looked at the score. Luca obviously was more impactful yeah. for the win, so I chose Luca. I mean, I imagine Luca is going to be the MVP for most of their games this year. Him or Kyrie. Um, so no surprises here, but just wanted to point it out that Jokic was a close second. Yeah, I hope Luca. Obviously, it'll depend on how the scoring goes with him and Kyrie because it's their f- first full season together. Yeah. But, yeah, Luca's definitely going to be kind of the leader on the team. I think probably in scoring and assists, I feel like Kyrie's starting to become, like, a hit-or-miss kind of guy where well, he either scores, like, a lot or just is very mid. Well, yeah, I mean, he's – in my opinion, he kind of always has been like that because he will have his games where he drops 50. He had a plenty of those in Cleveland – um, but then, you know, he'll have his games where he scores only like 12 points or he'll shoot super inefficiently. Yeah. Like he's a, he's an incredible talent. Like one of the best, probably the best ball handler ever finisher ever. But, uh, he definitely has his off nights every once in a while. Now with the Mavs too, like they have a bunch of shooters and everything. So like they don't need them to do all the scoring. Yeah. So it'll be fun to see them play this year. I hope the Mavs do better than they have in the past few years um see them at a good playoff position and hopefully do a lot better i know luca really probably wants to win a championship oh yeah well i mean he's been more or less fighting for one since he was like a sophomore in the league yeah so i imagine even though he's only 25 he probably is thirsty for sure but that's going to be everything that we're going to be covering today We'll be back next Friday with probably a lot more because we're going to have a lot of games in between them. Mm-hmm. We'll pick out our players for about the probably like the first week or so, week and a half that yeah. we would have seen by that point. And then hopefully some more you know exciting stuff will happen in some games. Mm-hmm. When Bignano will play a few more times. The Rockets played like trash, so I didn't even <laughs> want to mention them today. Yeah, there were, there were a few teams that we didn't mention uh, just for time's sake, but uh, we're going to try to get to everybody as the season goes on. For sure. Probably won't cover everything every week, but yeah. But yeah, so thank you guys for joining us for episode eight, and we will see you guys next Friday. All right, have a good one, folks.